0: Michigan continues to get ready for the Rose Bowl against Alabama. They practiced today with 15 minutes where we got to go in and actually see a little bit of it. Dan Wetzel talks about Catapult being illegally accessed by someone else, even though Catapult itself denies it. All that and more on this episode of Locked on Wolverines. You are locked on Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Friday. We are back and doing it, Locked On Wolverines podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. I'm your man on the ground as a whole publisher of Wolverines Wire through USA Today Sports Media Group. And uh, number one, for those watching, I completely did not think of Hey, uh, my shoes are going to be on camera due to how I'm going to set this up. So I'm, I'm missing out on my, uh, th- my college football playoff shoes that I wore yesterday. Anyway, they'll return. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, we got to go to practice uh, for 15 minutes today. First time uh, for the Rose Bowl that we got to see Michigan. Uh, Alabama got to, uh, get, had an open practice yesterday, and they have, I believe, another one today. We get to see Michigan uh, today and tomorrow tomorrow. And there were just a few things that we were able to glean by going. Nothing groundbreaking, right? And it's hard to kind of figure out everything that you're seeing. Other people see different things. But uh, I gleaned a bunch of different things. And obviously, I was keeping my eyes open mostly for Jaden Davis. I know. It's college football playoff. And we're looking at a player that isn't even going to play in the game. But it's obviously very exciting to see the future and getting to get some reps. And how did he look? Well, uh, every throw that I saw him make was a completion, had a little bit of a zip to it. He did have a little bit of a low release, but it was exciting to just be able to see him kind of in action, see him in uniform, wearing the blue pants as is everyone else, which all but indicates Michigan is going to be wearing the all blues in the Rose Bowls. So probably going to be a lot of people who have uh chagrin that, but the chances are is that's almost certainly what we're going to be seeing because uh, usually at the practice, uh, pants tend to indicate the future uniform for that week. Uh, but Jaden Davis looked really good in what I, what I was able to see. Obviously, he was not getting the lion's share of reps. Uh, that went to J.J. McCarthy, who certainly looked like he was moving around okay. I uh, wasn't seeing him doing any kind of running drills or anything of that nature, but I did see him uh, throw a couple passes, really was very strong, and uh, just making some some passes with those zips. Uh, I, I, I drew the ire of those who like to... Uh, Correct on the internet by calling uh, the the drills the fade drills, and they were calling, kind of, "Oh, that's an out route." Okay, but they were all in the back corner of the end zone. It's it just is what it is, right? Okay, I understand a fade is generally one without with a, a little bit more air under it and all of that stuff. Okay, got me on semantics, but nonetheless, that's what I saw them them working from like the 25 in, and uh, JJ was just he looked really really sharp. Everything I saw him, granted, he's not going up against the defense or anything like that, but. This, it, not even a seven-on-seven, seven, right? It's just literally him and a, one receiver uh, after getting the, the snap from the center. Just looked really, really sharp in that one. So uh, I was really excited just to be able to see him kind of do what he was able to do. And uh, I, obviously, Michigan's really going to need him to step up in all facets of the game if they are going to be able to take down Alabama, right? Uh, so JJ looking good. Jaden Davis looking good. We might not get to see him for maybe even a couple of years, but at least we got to see him a little bit uh, as far as other early enrollees that I saw partaking, I saw Jacob Oden working with the scout team. Scout team was kind of interesting as far as the scout defensive backs. Those were the ones I saw. The other defensive backs were on the other side uh, of the field. Did not really get a good look at them. Uh, but uh, you saw J- uh, Jacob Oden, uh, Miles Pollard were the two that I was able to really make out. Most of them were wearing nondescript uniforms, right? So uh, Oden did have his name on it. He's wearing number zero. So it was really cool just to be able to kind of see the, you know, the future. And that's a guy that I remember going to a uh, a football camp. Uh, it was an SMSB camp in 2020. Uh, so, you know, everyone's still masked up, all that kind of stuff. And Jacob Oden hadn't yet even gotten a Michigan offer, but even seeing seeing him and thinking he was pretty good, talking to his father, who was his head coach at Harper Woods, Rod Oden. And, uh, and I remember I even interviewed Jacob, and at that time it w- was not clear for sure that he was going to get a Michigan offer. So to see him go from that to being actually wearing a Michigan uniform, that's never not going to be pretty cool to me. To be able to see a guy matriculate through the high school to the college and all of that. And obviously the next step is to see him making plays kind of similar to like Will Johnson or Donovan Edwards guys who uh, I covered while they were uh, kind of relatively early in their high school careers to see them get to that point. Uh, I did see a couple of others who were suited up, Jeremiah Beasley and uh, Cole Sullivan working with the linebackers as well. Um, I did see what was one of the things that I thought was interesting, and it might have been kind of part of the pillars, right? So Michigan has their their pillars uh, on either side of the ball, uh, different things like, you know, ball disruption, if you're on defense, you know, or it, it's, I don't really actually know the offensive pillars. The defensive ones are a little bit more obvious. But uh, I think one of the, the interesting things is I saw Latroy Lewis, who normally is a former uh, Tennessee linebacker, working with the, uh, who's now a, a defensive assistant, now working with he was working with at least while I was there uh, a couple of the offensive linemen some couple of the younger ones I don't know if it was because of the pillars or if he's just kind of spreading you know they're spreading some things out they're giving some guys different responsibilities I don't know but even just to see that Michigan has that collaborative effort when it comes to the staff it, it, it's it's just really cool to see right so that's one element of it um, let's see what what else I have it all written down if I if I need to I'm trying to go off of memory here. Um, so, uh, one of the things about Jaden Davis that I thought was really cool is uh, a, a, after he, he got done doing some kind of light warm ups, he went up to Donovan Edwards from behind and just kind of bear hugged him. And, uh, and they were just like kind of being playful and, and joking around and everything. Well, why does that matter? Well, I think that matters because, I mean, Jaden Davis has been around for what? Not even a week. And already it's like Donovan Edwards, third year player. He's a star player. And he's already got that type of chemistry. Of like, okay, I feel, I feel like I can go and mess around with them. I understand their teammates, at least now. I mean, Donovan Edwards could be going to the NFL next year if he opts to. Uh, we, you know, we don't know his decision yet. I mean, certainly he very well could come back as well. Uh, certainly the stats, you know, no offense to Donovan, of course. The stats uh, would indicate, may, you know, he probably would return. But you never know what a guy's going to do. Um, just the fact that, he, he, they, that they have these bonding moments, right? That they're able to be playful. That it's, it's a guy who's been around for a week and able to bond with a guy who's been around for a couple of years, a guy who's had big moments and big games and all of that, that kind of speaks to the culture. And I know it's just a little thing. It's barely anything, but it just it speaks to the culture of what Michigan's kind of built, right? Like, the, you know, the young, the old, it doesn't really matter. Uh, it's just a matter of can they come together and, and, and really just kind of all be on the same page, all be part of the same brotherhood. And that's, that I thought was kind of indicative of that, just to see just a playful moment between two teammates and, just, and and I know Donovan's kind of a warm, inviting guy, uh, but it was just really cool to see something like that, okay? So um, that is one of the other things that I thought was interesting. Well, we're going to continue on. I've got more. We'll get into the catapult stuff here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, listen, you might be trying to go to the Rose Bowl game here. You might be here, you know, out here in Los Angeles uh, staying somewhere in, uh, in the shadow of the San Gabriel Mountains. I don't, I don't know what you do, but there's multiple things that you could, uh, you, you could be looking at. Maybe, or maybe you, you're already out here, you got your tickets, and you are sitting there thinking, like, I want to catch, uh, I think at the Pantages, they've got the, uh, the MJ musical. Maybe you want to do that. Maybe you're trying to go to the Clippers game tonight. All kinds of options are out there for you, but there's only one option where you can be stress-free and get the best bang for your buck, and that is game time. Uh, so you shouldn't have to worry about when you're buying tickets for your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, comedy, music, theater, all of that stuff. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, GameTime takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. So with all of the different things, the last-minute ticket deals are great. The seat views are absolutely amazing. Uh, all-in prices to show your total upfront, so you don't have to worry about any hidden fees, and you can buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. So get, take all the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app. Create an account, use the code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply, again, create that account and uh, you're gonna redeem the code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download game time today, the last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. This is what I remember winter being in Los Angeles um yeah, i am not warm at the moment i'm wearing a I'm wearing a champion sweatshirt here long pants all of that stuff i don't know i got my sleeves rolled up i could be less cold it's windy and just a little bit chilly even though it says it's 64 degrees here in la it's a different it's a different 64 than than michigan right 64 uh, at this time of year in michigan is like shorts weather it's not like that here uh but it is pleasant uh, i'm not going to you know for if you're back in the dreck of uh of winter uh, my apologies this is I'm absolutely fabulous but we are here in downtown Los Angeles continuing to uh, discuss Michigan's practice up in Carson California Dignity Health Sports Park where the LA Galaxy play uh, let's see I, a couple other things here uh, Chris Hinton was there that's no surprise he plays for the Chargers his brother's on the team he's an alumni no big surprise I thought that's that's just great um, one person who looked huge, and I noticed it yesterday. So I went to the Lowry's Beef Bowl yesterday. I had prime rib for the first time. We talked about that before. It was absolutely fantastic. Uh, fantastic experience. Um, and when, when we sit and watched the team walk in, I see Brooks Bar. He's the freshman defensive tackle. This guy's arms are just, they're tree trunks, but they're, on, they're attached to his torso. I mean, he just looks absolutely massive. And I remember seeing him as a, uh, as a signee or maybe it was just a commit actually as a commit at the, the spring game two years ago, not long after he committed, I mean, he, he was like a, you know, decently tall guy. He didn't have arms that were this big. I mean, like there is no player on the team in from what I could tell that has bigger arms than Brooks bar. That's just something to pay attention to because that just tells you what Ben Herbert and them are able to do. now he's not a guy that I would normally, that I was kind of in, in the idea of like, that guy could be playing before too long. Now, obviously, you're, you, you tend to be looking at, you know, the lower half of a lot of these players in terms of, you know, do they have the legs? Do they, you know, do they have that strength? Do they have the squats? All that stuff. The legs and butt, you know, the, the, the way that you, you kind of evaluate NFL-type guys or, you know, the way that, like, Nick Saban, you know, looks at a lot of these guys. Uh, usually you can kind of tell, like, if their lower half is, is really strong that they've got a good shot. But I was just really impressed looking at Bricks Bar. I just thought that he he looks like a specimen at this point. So I'm interested to see kind of down the road if he is able to uh if he is able to get into the too deep. Um another thing is they were going through kind of uh walkthroughs, it seemed like. They were in shells. I mean they had the blue pants, but some guys had blue shorts, Roman Wilson, multiple guys had blue shorts, but they were wearing more shells, right? They weren't wearing the full everything, didn't look like they were hitting. That's kind of a part of the whole, you know, everything that we've heard about practice lately. Uh, and just how things have changed and all of that. So, all right, that's that. Let's start moving into the other stuff. So uh, it, what we didn't really cover on yesterday's show, and we'll talk about here briefly, is the revelation from Isaiah Bond, uh, the wide receiver at Alabama. Like, hey, we haven't been watching film on our iPads anymore uh, just because, of the, you know, there just seems to be something with Catapult. So we are watching everything uh, to kind of together, you know, in like small groups. And everyone jumped out and said, oh, it's Michigan and Connor Stallions and all of this stuff. And uh, then it turns out that uh, Roman Wilson uh, comes out and says, oh, yeah, by the way, we haven't been we haven't been watching it on our uh, iPads either. Uh, But it was officially he said it was officially done as of uh, yesterday, which seems kind of reactionary. But then Jerome Moore says, oh, no, we took away that capability in early November. So, okay. They, so what, what's going on there? Because if you listen to a lot of the people out there, they th- thought that, you know, okay, that, that Alabama thing's like, what is Michigan doing? You know, <laughs> Tim Robinson, what did they do to us? And uh, it's like, well, okay, well, why, is they, why are they not doing it? And then Sheryl Moore says, we, we actually stopped doing this in early November. We decided that in early November, no more Catapult. Catapult, in the meantime, releases a statement. And they say, you know, our internal investigation finds no kind of leakage or anything like that. But after all of that, Dan Wetzel from Yahoo, who's maybe, maybe or maybe not one of the people I've alluded to about uh, that's kind of looking into some of these improprieties from maybe another school that happens to be in the south of uh, somewhere south of Michigan. I mean, there's a lot of schools south of Michigan, not a lot north, right? But uh, maybe, just maybe Dan Wetzel was looking into it. And he says, you know what, There's a, there, looks like there actually is a little bit of an investigation into a breach, and it doesn't have anything to do with Michigan. Now, some Ohio State people are really trying to take the words, you know, what the common English language says is, this is not cent- uh, centered on Michigan, but one other school. And they try to say, oh, it's not centered on Michigan, but then mi- one other school, meaning it's Michigan and another school. No, it's not centered on Michigan, meaning Michigan not involved. With this whole catapult stuff, right? That's what he—that's what he means. I'm just giving you that clarity. As it's nothing to do with Michigan and another school. I just wonder who that school could be, right? I just—it it makes me really curious. What schools have I kind of alluded to for the last couple months that may, maybe has uh, had access to uh, exos catapult? May, you know, may, maybe uh, maybe certain schools have had the have gotten the internal signals that were uploaded to catapult exos. Right. Maybe, uh, maybe, you know, certain schools uploaded their own signals and then uh, it made their way around a lot of college football programs. Uh, It's kind of interesting when you really kind of think about it. So, um, yes, I am beating around the bush because I have no actual proof. I've just been told this from someone who could know. That doesn't isn't like necessarily. They can't provide me with the, like, here's the proof so you can run with it fully. So, you know, not authorized to speak on behalf of another school, okay? But nonetheless, it is interesting timing. Ohio State plays a game here pretty soon. And uh, and when I say pretty soon, I mean sometime this evening. So it is just kind of generally um, curious, the, the timing of all of this. And uh, it just makes me wonder how much... Uh, more the screeching of This is gonna continue so uh yeah very interesting stuff coming out of uh coming from dan wetzel at yahoo and it maybe jibes up a little bit with some of the stuff that we've talked about for a long time here or at least a couple months and uh it's you know not exactly something that one uh lockdown wolverines host would call a surprise let me just put it that way So it'll be interesting to see what comes of it. Now, to kind of add to that, because a lot of people wonder, like, you know, why are things not coming out? It's like, well, because you have to have some kind of proof for someone going on record, right? I I talked to one reporter, national person, who said, like, I know everything that's happened, I think. The problem is, is I don't have a way to prove it. And that's kind of where everything lies. Why just, you know, will all the dots ever be connected? We'll find out down the line, but uh, at, this, uh, at this juncture, I started to think, okay, we're not going to hear about anything until like March or June, and then sometime there's just going to be a bombshell drop because someone ended up proving everything behind the scenes when no one was talking about it. So maybe this happens a little sooner. Obviously, a name is not being attached to it. We can all insinuate as to what that name is. Uh, it certainly is not like, going to be like, oh, Texas Tech, got gotcha, you finally. You know, it, it, That's not the name. You all know the name. Uh, It's very clear reading on Twitter that everyone now has a pretty good idea. Stallbombs obviously kind of spelled it out after uh, I alluded to it. Uh, I'm not not saying a connection there. I'm just saying I alluded to it not too long after. Stallbombs really spelled out everything you needed to know there. So that is that. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. All right, a couple other interesting things coming out of today's press conference. So we're going to get to those things here. In just a moment. Los Angeles, California, where we are, my former home, not downtown LA. This is barely Los Angeles. Uh, Had the pleasure of taking Alejandro Zuniga uh, around uh, yesterday. uh, After the Lowry's Beef Bowl, we went over to the... uh, we went over to the, uh, the farmer's market and the Grove and went down through uh, the Sunset Strip and then, uh, and then had, had the Uber drop us off uh, in front of my old apartment, which he was like, what, why are you doing this? And he's like, it doesn't look like there's anything here. Turn the corner and you're right there at Hollywood and uh, Highland, basically. Well, Hollywood and Orange, technically. Uh, but you get to see Hollywood and Highland. And he's like, wow, there's stars on the floor. I'm like, yep, that's how it works. Uh, but it was, it was it, that's part of the fun of, I think of these bowl weeks is just getting to be on location wherever you're at a little bit different since I lived here for four years. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, I'm excited for those of you who don't live here. who are making the trek uh, to kind of just be able to take everything in. I uh, want to give a shout out real quick to the, uh, the two Michigan Daily photographers over there. They can't uh, they can't you can't see them, but they're over there. Uh, they do great work. So give them a follow on their social media uh, medium of choice. Uh, they're, they're still hard at work. I'm barely working over here. I'm very leisurely in uh, my pursuits over here. Uh, <laughs> nonetheless. Uh, so uh, we continue to talk to some people today. I thought one of the interesting things was Roman Wilson. Uh, when we talked to, uh, talked to him, he was asked by one of the Rose Bowl people. I was asking this of everybody. Like, what's one question that you haven't been asked that you wish you could be asked? Roman kind of looked at me, so I don't know what kind of shade he was throwing at me. Um, but he was like, no, no one ever asked about, like, how great Jim Harbaugh is as a guy, right? Like, I mean, it just seems like a weird question for us to ask. Like, how great is Jim Harbaugh as a guy? You know, those blue wall accusations would take another step forward. But nonetheless, uh, like, he talked about, like, hey, like, I spent Christmas with him and his family. And, it, and then he reveals, like, this isn't like a, this wasn't like the whole team. He, like, he invited me and Donovan Edwards and Donovan d- couldn't make it the christmas day i'm literally just hanging out with jim harbaugh and watching him feed the chickens and hanging out with him and his kids and he's making D's nuts jokes and all of this kind of stuff uh and then he's like he's just like a regular dude he's kind of a he said he's kind of a kid like a big kid which is hilarious for a guy who just turned 60 uh but that just goes to show you know we, we all need to you know find ways to remain youthful in our pursuits and how we go about things in our lives but uh, I, th- I think that's that's notable right now. I mean, we, again, we don't know if Jim Harbaugh is going to continue on, and depending on who you read, you're going to feel like, okay, that's imminent that he returns, and some will say that uh, there's no way he returns. I am standing right firmly down the line at 50-50. No, uh, no inside information, and well, no one has inside information as to what Jim Harbaugh is going to do. That's part of it. Uh, we've been through this rodeo before. We know that Jim Harbaugh uh, keeps things very close to the chest, but I would say that I think that he's uh, – he, you know, he's probably not honestly thinking about it. He's one-track mind, you know, as, as they always say. Uh, but um, nonetheless, I think it's just great to hear about just, like, those interpersonal relationships and just kind of a little bit more about who he is as a guy and just, like, Roman Wilson's just, like, going to bat for him. That's pertinent because if you think back to, like, 2016 through 2019-ish, I mean, even into 2020, no one was going to bat for Jim Harbaugh. That was one of the things that was, was, was missing. And when you think about, like, 2018, you know, the, the, like, Ohio State, those guys, those players, you know, they, they die on any hill for Urban Meyer, right? But I don't think that was the same for, for Michigan with Jim Harbaugh. And it seemed like in 2017 he started trying to turn that corner with the whole idea of, like, hey, how about a hug, you know, and, and stuff like that. But there's still, like, I've talked to some of those players from that era, and some are like, yeah, I loved Coach, and others are like, I, I could do without him. Now it just feels like the whole team is behind him. The whole team wants to be a part of uh, what he's doing. And, and even while a lot of them are like, hey, if he's going to go and do his thing and that doesn't involve us and he goes to the NFL, then, you know, best of luck to him. But it's at least the culture that has been built. Everyone there inside Beckler Hall absolutely loves Jim Harbaugh. Everyone that's there now. And I mean, granted, that extends to Sharon Moore and everyone else. So um, there is that. But nonetheless, it is uh, that that is a great thing to hear. It's just like, that's, hey, I want to talk about how great my head coach is as a guy. Like, I, I love this guy. I'd run through a brick wall for this guy. This guy cares about me. That's just, that's a lot different than what we saw earlier. So if that gives Michigan a chance to do something special this year, I mean, that, that's got to prove positive about what, uh, what he's, uh, where the team is culture-wise and what they're maybe capable of doing. Um, anyway, I know we could go a little bit longer. I know I'm keeping it a little bit on the short side it's windy out here i'm hoping the mic is not picking up a lot of wind uh and i do want to get this up before too long because it is well it's four o'clock here it is uh it is seven for a lot of you who watch and listen so it's already getting late so we're going to say sayonara tomorrow is media day uh for both teams that means we have the entirety of the teams available to talk to and then we get to watch another practice so it will be another jam-packed day we'll be back probably around this same time tomorrow and we will continue on uh maybe no sunday show i know that was the plan there is a chance that uh me and a colleague do end up going to disneyland we'll find out i don't know but uh nonetheless thank you for watching thank you for listening we will talk to you again soon peace